0: you could please rate and leave a comment on this podcast that would be great it would help us be more easily identifiable on itunes and so on and grow our listenership and tell your friends thank you hello everyone welcome to this episode of the trillist on today's episode i have some trill seniors who are sadly leaving us we have andreas
1: whole lot of gang shit
0: we have prakash
1: Rico,
2: you so nasty. I said thank you very much.
0: Ooh. <laughs> we have Peter.
2: Thank you for having me, Sia. I'm a huge fan. Love you. Love you.
0: And we have Sage. Hello. Hi. What it is. All right. So I have all these fabulous people here because they are, like, super dope. And I just wanted to bring you guys all here to talk about your experience at Penn and, like, looking back on it. What would you change? What did you love? Any growth? What would you tell, like, younger kids, you know? So in three words, how would each of you describe your time here at Penn?
2: Crazy, but perfect. Like, perfectly crazy.
1: (laughs) In the words of Miss Jasmine Masters, and I oop. That's it. (laughs) But in, like, like a cute way, it happened. And I loved it. I'd say, like, grimy
3: personal growth. Oh, that's yeah. good. That's really good. I don't good. know if I
4: can follow that one up. <laughs> the word that's just, like, going in my mind is turbulent. Mm. <laughs> I can't think of two others, so maybe just say that thrice. Okay. Captain's
3: like, buckle your seatbelts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: buckle <laughs> your yeah. seatbelts. Can you expand on each of your, like, phrases? Like, why?
2: I mean, for me, I say, like, psycho but insane because I think that, college is such a formative time and you are going to grow a lot. And through that process, you have to like find out what doesn't work to find, to like grow from that. Like, for example, I think it's kind of a rite of passage to like have those awkward experiences at Penn, because from them, you know what you do and don't like. So for me, like when I came, the first semester was just like a massive shit show. I don't know if I can like what language I can use. I swear. Amazing. It was (laughs) such a shit show. Um, and I wouldn't really have it any other way because from that sh- from that shit blossomed a beautiful flower that was my college um, oh. <laughs> time. That was a really cute analogy yeah. of compost. <laughs> but, <laughs> <laughs> <Multiple> but, <locust. laughs> exactly. But I think I was able to learn a lot about myself. And it was so telling because I could interact in these settings that forced me to question what I really wanted out of my time here.
1: Well, I said Jasmine Masters' quote because it's kind of trendy now. But besides that, I think oop just in general. Because I think a lot of the stuff I did here, I did by accident, um, whether it be good or bad. And I'm not exactly mad about that because I'm not upset about where it landed me Um, in the end. We're not going to talk about where it landed me in the past. (laughs) And sometimes the oop was a little bit more detrimental in the past than it is now. But I think in the end, all those kind of, like, fuck-ups and stumbling around and kind of just ending up somewhere did me well, and it was fun. And I learned that kind of just ending up somewhere is okay, even if you did it with a little bit of intention. Even if the intention was to end up somewhere else, Mm -hmm. that's okay, to still fuck up and end up somewhere else. Yeah. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah. (laughs)
3: That's awesome. Have y'all ever been, like, in a place... And you just like look around and you're like, oh, this is grimy. Like there is something on these walls. I don't know what it is, but I don't like it. Many times. Yeah. And so like, I feel like Penn was me realizing that my internal self was grimy as fuck and I needed to do some cleaning. Right. And so that's why I was like grimy personal growth. There was something on my walls. I got it to clean it. I needed like a power washer. And that's what I did. I took a power washer to myself. Wow. I love
1: that analogy. <laughs> cool. Yeah. I feel like you just described douche-ing. <laughs> 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 I, uh, I, I, did, I, I said I was the bottom very publicly.
3: And
4: <laughs> um, I would say for turbulent, I mean, fairly self-explanatory. Just There were quite a bit of ups and downs and unexpected bumps along the way. I got here, I took off, and I'm about to land, so obviously it all worked out, and I'm like grateful to have had something like Panda to take me from there to here, but... Not a pleasant ride all the way around. Did sometimes want to be able to drink my water and not, like, get it all over the place, you yeah. know? Turbulent. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah.
0: That's good. Um, if you were to change anything, would you?
2: Oh.
0: And if so, what would that thing be?
2: I mean, for me, it's not that I would do anything different because I think all of the, like awkward conversations and the club rejections like that got me to where I am today and I like where I am today so it's not like I would want to be anywhere else I think that internally I would like to just be easier on myself because I'm the kind of person who like has a whole lot of personality and like when I'm in my element and around the people that I love like I will be like screaming and like really excited and I think sometimes when I was being my fullest self other people were a little freaked out mm-hmm. Um, but then I remember that, like, those who mind don't matter and those who matter don't mind. So I was, a, I think, in the moment, I let that really get to me. But in the end, like, I probably shouldn't have given a shit. Like, were you in my meme class? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. So I give. a present... Explain what meme is, because my mom is so,
0: like, when a new term comes half at Penn, like, tell us what Oh, yeah. Well... <laughs>
2: M-E-M-E, as okay. in, like, an internet meme or some oh, symbol that's, like, widely spread wait, around.
0: what department is this in? Communications. Oh, my God. A.K.A. the best. Yes, it, it really is. Okay. So
2: we're in this class on memes and the study of visual memetics, which was really cool. And I gave a presentation, which I thought was really cool. My sophomore or freshman year wouldn't have done it because I would have been a little too, like, freaked out about what other people thought. But essentially, I talked about the reclaiming and weaponization of the female nipple. So I spent an entire like 20 minutes talking to a a small group or like a 20-some large class about the role of the female nipple from like neoclassical art to modern-day social justice movements. And sure, it was like a little strange. And at first, like I got some looks, but I really just kind of gave it my all and didn't give a shit. And I think that is a great mentality, which I wish I had kind of embodied earlier. I
4: think the biggest place where I could have changed something I'm not sure if I would or not was I came into Penn as a computer science major in the engineering school because wow. I liked math and <laughs> my mom was big on the woman in STEM kind of angle so we went with that pulled up my first class was 160 which if anyone's ever like known an engineer knows that it's the worst and Got a sixteen percent on my first midterm. I got eight percent on the final. Like <laughs> that, it was a mess. And so obviously, I'm now a communications major. So things changed. But I don't know if I wish I would have done away with that whole first year of being somewhere where I didn't want to be and wasn't doing well, or if I kept it because it has like some good stories. You know,
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> that's so interesting that you said that because I came in as an econ ir double major. Wow, well, and uh took those classes, dropped IR the first whatever I was like this is boring. I want to talk about what's going on now um, instead of theory and then econ macroeconomics body checked me. <laughs> 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 I got bodied and not in the good way um, And then I stumbled onto communications and I' I'm, I'm obsessed with my major. I love it, but that's like a good story of like mm-hmm. you might think you're like you said, um, you plan to end up one place and you end up somewhere else. Mm -hmm. Thanks for sharing.
1: I feel like, just in general, I would have been more honest with myself and in part of being more honest with myself, question what I was doing more and making sure that that was actually what I wanted to do and put me in a place to be the person that I would like to be in the end. If I would have started doing that earlier when I was at Penn, I think I just would have had overall a better experience and a more like one that vibes with the personality and the person that i would like to be in the future Mm.
3: i think i came in asking a lot of questions and being like is this where i want to be or am i doing the things i want to do and a lot of times like the answer was like no you're not quite there yet but i think the thing that i would change is how much I shared that internal conversation because for a really long time at Penn, I felt like it had to be completely internal, that I had to have it figured out for myself before I went to someone else and was like, I was thinking about this. So I remember like about halfway through my sophomore year being like, wow, I've never actually talked to like another person about how much I hate the fact that I'm an M&T. Like I haven't actually like- You're an M&T? Period. Oh I I just God. outed myself on air, like, <laughs> ah! but like, but like, that's the thing, right? Like, there are so many people who have known me for years who just like don't know this thing about me because like I had such like a strong conversation about it, but I never let them in, and so I think if I could go back, I would have let people in earlier and talked about it more with people who care about me.
0: Wow, M and T is like. It's Wharton and Engineering, so just know they're like the holy grail of D- <laughs> of the university. <laughs> of <Pennsylvania>. Debatable, debatable. <laughs> All right, um, what advice would you give your freshman sophomore self? This can be like with romance, mm. or like academics, or like social life, or whatever.
2: Well, first off, for me, spend more nights in and drink less. Um, that's like the first, because I went out a lot when, right when I got to Penn. Um, and I think that was motivated mostly by something that I would give as advice to, is just like, rather to have an experience and be able to say no, than wonder what if. So for example, when I came to Penn, I came sophomore year, because I transferred after freshman year elsewhere. I essentially just like went to everything, r- ranging from like Club meetings, to frat parties, to open rush events, to like networking events, which was great because I met a bunch of people from that, except after a while, I think it crossed the threshold of being enjoyable and like into stressful. So I think be really, really out there and and really don't say no to a lot of stuff, but at the same time, try to find balance and like prioritize yourself, like take a night in or like don't take that extra shot just so you don't feel uncomfortable, things like that.
4: I don't know if I have any words for my past self but if I were to have an encounter with my freshman yourself, I think I would give her a hug and then a slap in the face because I think in a lot of places in my life I need someone to really give me a good shake to like get myself a little more grounded and then other areas like calm you just need some reassurance it's gonna be okay so that's my answer
1: I feel like I would tell my freshman yourself don't be so angry with no intent like if you're going to be mad about something be bad about something and then do something about it don't just like sit there and like ruminate and let it fester and then like get to you if you're going to be mad or you're going to feel a certain way make an action based on that so you can make your life better that's something that young Dre should have been doing
3: is <laughs> <laughs> pretty simple i think mine is just like I would tell my freshman self to just, like, be very authentic, like, whatever that means in the moment. So it could be something like, if I want to stay in and someone's telling me to go out, stay the fuck in. Or it could be, like, if I want to talk to the person across the room at a party, then I should just go and do that and see what the fuck happens, right? Like, and so, like, moments like that where we, like, question, like, our intent versus, like, other pressures, I think authenticity is starting to serve me better and better and better, so...
0: Nice. Um, Are you sad to leave? Excited? What's, like, the emotions going on?
2: I think for me, at least, my, like, trajectory of, like, being washed up and over it and realizing that I'm starting to overstay my welcome is coinciding really well with, like, the graduation date. So I think they're going to meet at, like, the perfect point right when it becomes just a little too much. I'll, like, be able to be, like, peace out. See you guys later. Um, but I think I I'm not sad because I feel like I'm not going to be missing anything. I think I look at it with a sense of like completion where I feel like I've gotten all that I can out of this and that it was great for the moments when I needed to exist in the undergrad college setting. I think now it starts to feel like if college is a party, it's 2:30 and I kind of may want to go home. This may not be where I'm meant to be right now and I'm kind of overstaying my welcome. But also at the same time, like, there are still a few more opportunities to be left here. And that's why we have, like, the remaining time we do. I think it's just a matter of time up blue ends. Mm.
0: Like the analogy. That's an analogy, right? Or metaphor?
2: Metaphor? I think it's an analogy. Metaphor and simile have the okay. variant of, like, if it uses like or not. Yes. Okay. Period. i was like class today. <laughs> <laughs> We're not gone yet, girls. <laughs> <laughs>
3: So I'm like leaving but also not leaving. Like I'm still gonna be around for five more years. Oh, are you your PhD? I'm doing my PhD here. And oh. so I'm gonna be in Philly. Um, so I think like it's a an interesting moment for me because I'm like I'm definitely bookending like a chapter of my life. Like I know I'm not gonna be like as present on campus and in campus life, but at the same time, like I'm going into it like knowing that I'll still be around. Um, In terms of navigating that, I guess like in some ways I'm kind of happy because it feels like I still have the opportunity to see this place grow and like to see like how it will change like once I'm gone and once like my foothold in whatever institutions are here has like disappeared. But I also still get to like maybe have a relationship with this space after that and see like what that could look like. Like what does precaution five years look like in relation to Penn, in relation to Philadelphia more broadly? Like I'm kind of excited to see what that looks like.
0: So dope. Congrats.
3: Thank you.
4: Mm, I'm more terrified. (laughs) And it's funny because, like, a week ago, when people were asking me about it, I felt so calm and more similar to what the other two people were saying. Like, yeah, I'm ready. But, no, I think I feel most – mostly regret and fear because I think that as much as we may like to shit on pen, it has so many opportunities and – Yeah, just, like, spaces where you can take advantage of great resources. And I don't think I did that to my fullest. And I think the same just goes for every sphere. I think with academics, with friends, there are a lot of places where I could have done so much more. So a little salty about that. (laughs) And then I'm moving back home, as in, like, home with my family. And that is terrifying because it's just, you know, I'm in such a different place than I was before I left. But the dynamic remaining is basically the same so kind of putting myself back into living with my family while I'm trying to be a different person.
1: Mm. I vibe with that sage like leaving is Mm -hmm. really scary because I feel like it's really scary to like kind of leave the life that you built kind of around pens that's like your friends your social life and things like that and I think for me that's amplified by the fact that I'm moving to a city that I really don't have any friends in and taking a job that I really don't know what i'm going to be doing that much but still going to do it and i think that's all just like more scary than exciting Mm -hmm. but that being said i guess that it is a great opportunity for more growth as a person to start like a new chapter and discover new things about yourself hopefully
0: Mm -hmm. all right um how has pen shaped your future like sage touched on all the opportunities that are here like
2: so for me I think professionally speaking like I didn't know what marketing was when I got to Penn I thought it was just advertising and then I was able to join a marketing club and meet people who could actually explain that to me and get to know the head of the marketing department really well and then through that club involvement get an internship that turned into my job next year. So professionally I think Penn as you mentioned has a lot of resources which can be kind of overwhelming but I think for me like I was able to like explore those And really see kind of how they could shape my future and really look back with gratitude to that. Um, I think personally, it really allowed me to like up the threshold of the kind of like relationships that I want to make. Where I felt like going to a very small high school and my first year of college going to a school that was around a fifth the size of Penn. I didn't really know who my people were, or where my scene was. I was able to find people, except sometimes, since it was such a small pool, it seemed a little bit like it was more out of convenience and coexisting rather than a deep connection. But I think because Penn has so many facets to it, it's not a matter of, like, w- whether your scene is here, but more so which scene is the one for you. So with that, there's a whole trial and sometimes success, sometimes not success, period, which you go through. But I think it really told me that it really i'll say this it helped me develop a really good sense of self and i'm kind of excited to go into like the real world um air quotes and continue that and seek out relationships both friendly and maybe romantic that i think benefit me in the end
3: i think in a lot of ways pen taught me how to talk about being angry which is like I guess a weird thing to say but like it's actually very important to I think my professional life Um, because like when I first came to Penn like I was really upset like I don't know Penn like felt like a real estate institution I like think Philly is a great city and like for some reason I'm like in this institution that I just like there's so many things about it that I just don't like um and so my first few years here were like a realization that like there are ways for me to channel like how I feel about that like how I feel about the kind of like inequities that I'm like so complicit in just by being here into actual like academic work into like what I will be doing hopefully in the next five years like researching this kind of information but it also taught me like how I can channel that rage into like social justice because there is a vibrant social justice community here and like there are so many beautiful people doing that all the time. So, yeah, I think it it gave me the language of rage
1: that I wanted. Deep. I feel like Penn, I mean, I guess it changed me I'm not gonna say that Penn is responsible for a lot of the changes that happened for me here because that's dumb. It's just the college. Um, I feel like a lot of people go through the same types of changes in college, but I think that compared to like the person I came to Penn as, and like the types of friends I have, and if you look at us and compare us now, you can see some differences. And I guess that's just Penn really lights this like fire under your ass to have like this abnormal drive towards whatever you may want and to do it in a sort of professional way. So thanks, Penn, for that, I Mm -hmm. guess, Uh, whatever that means. But, yeah, I don't know. If you can't tell, I don't (laughs) really want to thank Penn for much right now. And I think that's okay. We don't have to thank an institution for anything.
0: Okay. I can – let me um, revise my question. Or, like, (laughs) even, like, the Penn community, this could be the people around you and stuff. How Mm. has the community Mm – Mm -hmm. affected your future
4: yeah I feel like this is going to come off as a similarly less enthused answer but I went to a very small liberal all-girls school and I think I really grew up with a lot of like-minded people in terms of what they believed in what they valued and just the way the school was structured was very based on well-being and um, learning for the sake of learning not necessarily like getting the grade and doing that and getting a job and working at Goldman Sachs at the end um so when I got here I was I didn't even know what Wharton was like I literally got here I was like oh the business school and my roommate was like the best business school <laughs> <laughs> I was like oh okay um and I had I didn't understand what recruiting was like none of those things were things that were ever on my radar Penn I didn't know it was an Ivy League school until I toured it my mom leaned over she's like you know this is an Ivy League I was like oh okay. So like that was just where my mindset was. And so I think being here um, really put me in context of what other people are like outside of the cushy butterflies joyland that I grew up in. Um, So I think I learned a lot about what kind of people I don't want to associate with, or maybe I do, but I just acknowledge that I have completely different interests, values, like rooting what I'm doing and why I'm doing it. So I thank Penn for for exposing me to that in the least shady way possible. Mm
1: -hmm. (laughs) I'll revise my answer now. (laughs) Um, So now that you mentioned that, I guess one thing that I can thank Penn for is that I do, like, if I didn't come to Penn, I don't think I would have liked writing or, like, reporting as much as I do now. And obviously... Um, podcasting and just, like, interviewing people and things like that, I think without Penn and, like, the resources at the DP and, like, awesome people there, I would not. And also people at the Kelly Writers House as well. I don't think I would have the resources and the sort of, like, foundation to actually love a craft, like, podcasting and reporting and interviewing people. So, period.
0: Awesome. (laughs) Oh, and by the way, so Andreas and Prakash also have a podcast, um... At the DP, it's an OG podcast called Bottoms on Top. It's fucking amazing. And all of you guys should check it out um, to be enlightened with some pizzazz. To be enlightened. <laughs> Period. It's, it's a spiritual <laughs> 35 minutes. <laughs> uh, journey. Okay.
1: Midnight megachurch has nothing on us. <laughs> <laughs> <Sorry>.
0: <laughs> all right. Um. So to wrap up. How are you guys preparing to like tie up those loose ends and stuff? What are your plans for these next like three weeks? Oh my god. Okay. Sorry to be no, that it's, person. It's, <laughs> so, it, it's gotta be is asked.
2: It hot in here. <laughs>
4: <laughs> this is very like Pinterest meets self helpy, but I'm in this class actually, let's see um called Pursuit of Happiness. And one of our final assignments is to do something good that benefits the well-being of the community and this was an idea that before we were presented with the assignment has been kind of like in my mind since honestly the beginning of this year and that's just writing thank you notes for literally anyone who kind of impacted you and maybe people that you haven't seen since freshman year or maybe people that you don't interact with often but I want to write notes to people that inspired me or helped me or I just enjoyed getting to know and then in the envelope I'm going to stick something like this is a project I'm doing that like, you should send one to and hopefully we can get like some movement of thank youness going around the community. Oh,
1: that's so sweet. My heart is melting but, right But like, now. I'm sorry <laughs> if
4: that you don't get lying. one if you hear this in your head. You mean
0: the-
2: <laughs> I think for me, so I came from like a very like competitive high school where uh, like essentially my goals there were to get a good work ethic and to be around professors who inspired me, and both of those boxes were checked. If I left with a warm inner glow and self love, then that was like an added bonus. I think I came into Penn with similar ideas in mind, where I wanted to have continue, or I want to continue my work ethic growth, and I wanted to learn from the people around me and the professors. So those boxes have been checked. I think additionally, I wanted to. Just have a lasting impact on people here and just make someone's experience just a little bit better. That would mean the world to me. And I actually just like a few days ago it was my birthday. So I got a birthday card from somebody who was this amazing freshman who's in the committee that I used to be the, uh, the VP of. And she said that like, she's like, oh, Peter, you're an icon and my time at Penn wouldn't have been the same without you. Thank you so much for like making my freshman year. And I don't cry normally, but I kind of lost it um, where I realized that like, I did have the positive influence I wanted on somebody's time here. So right now, I think all the criteria that I wanted to satisfy has been satisfied. So more so it's just a matter of making sure that I can go out on the note that I want to and just get the most of my time here. And I don't know what that means, but that's kind of open-ended and I love it. I haven't really put a lot of thought
3: into exactly how I want to leave because until a few weeks ago I wasn't even sure what it would look like after like after I left but now that I'm thinking about it I think something that I have been doing and that I would like to continue doing is to dance my little ass off until (laughs) I go like I've like fucking loved dancing like for so long and like it was only like my half the second half of my junior year my senior year that I started like actually doing it and really doing it um and this semester for me like has been punctuated by like dance classes going out and like I I, I just like I've had like so many good memories like just being in my body and being free with people I care about and so when I think about what I want to be doing these next three four weeks I literally the only thing I can think of is I just want to dance with somebody you know like mm-hmm. that's it
1: um, I don't think I'm doing anything in particular because I don't think I don't like doing like dramatic goodbyes and stuff. I feel like it's a lot. And it's also kind of weird sometimes, but <laughs> I think I'm just trying to fill up space like and time with friends, people I consider friends and just hanging out with them, spending time with them because you don't know, like once you graduate, once the next time you're going to see them. So just really trying to hang out with people as much as I can and taking advantage of the very light like, class schedule I made to do this.
0: All right. Well, I just want to thank each of you for being here Um, for the audience. We do have a part two with a different set of seniors. So we're going to transition into that next. So continue listening. All right. Thank you. I love each and every one of you guys. You guys are fucking awesome. And I just can't wait to see like what you do in the future because it's all going to be like amazing. And I can't wait to tell my kids like, yeah, I know these people and they're like what mom like <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> we be like who's that <laughs> <laughs>
3: well andreas will be tiktok famous by
0: so thank you and have a lovely saturday thank you thanks for having us thank you so welcome to part two of this episode um on today's part i have andre
5: Hi,
0: Soph. Hello, <laughs> and Allie. Hi. All right, these are also all seniors who are ready to oh, take yeah. off from Penn. Mm-hmm. No, plain intended. That was really that was really corny. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. All right. <laughs> so, in three words, can each of you describe your experience, your time at Penn?
5: Dream. I would
0: say difficult.
6: Okay, not an adjective, but like roller coaster, like lots of ups and downs. Yeah, uh, <laughs> that's good. All right, expand.
5: Well, uh, for <laughs> me, like I, I'm from like a really small city in Brazil. So coming to the U.S. and coming to Japan was always always a dream. So I cannot think of like another word other than dream. And if if I could think of like two more words, I think it would be like learning and challenging as you said, because <laughs> definitely it wasn't easy. Yeah. Uh, but I guess when you reflect back and the fact that it wasn't easy, it makes like even, even, even better to reflect back.
7: Wow. That's yeah. a great mindset. say <laughs> it was difficult for me. It was just a lot of, a lot of bad shit happened throughout the years. You know, I changed a lot as a person um, and just being here in this environment, I'm not a competitive person, and um, I don't know. I just felt like I was a step below everybody else, and I internalized that like really early on. So it, was, it took a lot of took a lot of therapy to get to where I am now. But I finally feel like I'm worth it. Right before I leave,
6: yeah. I just say I came into Penn with a very clear idea of what I would do here, and the the person I was and who I'd be when I stopped and ended up doing, like, the complete opposite and changed a lot. Um, and so it's just weird to look back at, like, my freshman year self and think, oh, you, know, you were you were in for a lot. <laughs> if you were to, like,
0: change anything during your time here, would you? And what would that be?
6: Yeah, so... Again, came in with a very clear idea of what I wanted to do. I came in declared in the smallest major in engineering, and ended up. And I like was dead set on that. What was that major? Um, uh, material science. Oh, um, you were a meme. No, that's mechanical. Okay, never. No, yeah, right. but and then now I'm a political science major, and I'm going probably going into something more political after graduation. Um, so like I wouldn't start out as an engineer. That's easy. I also think. Just as a freshman, I was very sucked into, like, the culture of pen and, like, tr- having everything figure it out when you start off. And mm-hmm. I don't know. There are, like, all these expectations that people have. And I would just tell myself to, like, relax a little bit and, like, don't compare yourself to other people. um, And just do what you want to do because you want to do it and not because other people are doing the same thing.
7: Yeah. Well, that's really smart. I would... I would change a lot. I did a lot of stupid stuff in college. I was an idiot, especially freshman year. um just from where I came from, my parents were very, very strict, so I did not have a social life at all and I went wild my first semester, which is terrible uh i didn't I just like didn't did try you,
0: did you get murdered? I did not get murdered. okay, I
7: did get mono okay Uh-oh. um yeah, I didn't go to class pretty much the entire semester. It was really bad, like I fell into this like really dark hole. And I, like, was put on probation. And, like, I was just, like, and I had no idea. I was the opposite of you. I had no idea what I want to do, and I still have very little idea, like, slightly more idea. But I just took a bunch of random classes to fill requirements, and I wasn't interested in any of them. So if I could go back and, like, freshman year, I would, first of all, try harder. And second of all, get sleep, because sleep is really important. Yeah. <laughs> and um, And, yeah, I would just... I tried to stay – like, I was, I'm was. i a psychology major now, um, and I was always interested in those classes, but my parents told me, like, oh, you're never going to earn any money with psychology. So, like, I, I took other classes that I didn't care about, so I didn't really – I don't know. I didn't enjoy them, and I didn't try very hard. But the psychology classes I took, I really enjoyed them. So I wish I had taken those earlier so I could have, like, built some more relationships and, like, not have been so scared of talking to professors because – they're kind of they're kind of intimidating, so yeah, I would change a lot
5: <laughs> well, I guess I had the opposite problem <laughs> i I would change like a lot like my social life. I think I focused like too much on classes and on grades and this kind of stuff, and I didn't take advantage of the social life, so i I would definitely change a lot uh, like uh meet more people uh go out more and yeah, take advantage of this social life, because I know that from now on, I will not have a lot of time and chance to, to enjoy my social life, so I will definitely change that.
0: Oh, that's
7: so used to You have your whole life ahead
0: of you.
5: Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true.
0: All right. Um, oh, you guys kind of touched on this, but let's just re- reiterate it. Um, what advice would you give your freshman, sophomore year self? It can be romantic, it can be social, it can be academic. Like, spans the gamut, or runs the gamut.
5: <laughs> well, I, c- I can start. Um, I think the m- main advice I can think about is that, so no one here, like, as a freshman, know exactly the right path, and there's no right path. So the best thing to know is to try to... Don't listen to all the noise around you Mm -hmm. and try to not do things because other people do. So I think the main thing is first trying to see what are your priorities at college at Penn. Is it like getting a good grade? Is that going to parties? Is that like meeting as many people as you can? So first, like establish your priorities and then do the things according to your priorities and not according to what other people are doing. Uh, it doesn't matter like the grade the other people are getting. It doesn't matter how many times a week your friends are going out because the the right answer is actually inside you is, is what actually you think. So mm-hmm. when trying to shape your college life, just like look inside and not look outside. It's kind of, it's very hard to do because when you see other people around you doing things, our human tendency is to do the same. So... I think that's, like, by far my main uh, advice. And when you are graduating and you look back and you see that you did the things that you believe are important for you, that's, I think, the most rewarding feeling you could have. So that's definitely my main advice.
7: Wow. Yeah, my advice would be the same. You just put it much more eloquently yeah. <laughs> than, than I could have. I would. Yeah, I would just say just, like, stop caring so much what other people think. I did so much to... Like, make other people happy other than myself. And because no one ever ever asks you, like, what do you want? You know? You have to, like, ask yourself that. And I didn't do that until really late in the game. And I wish I had done that earlier so I could have figured out, like... I was on the diving team for three years. I hated diving. I've been diving a long time. I hated it. But I did it because I felt like I had to. And, you know, I took classes that I didn't like because I felt like I had to. And... You know I went out on the weekends with people I didn't like that much because that's what you're supposed to do in college and it just it took it took a long time for me to realize that like who cares, whatever you know I'm the only one looking out for me really, so you gotta figure out what you want,
6: yeah, I would agree with everything they just said, also just narrowing down on not doing what other people are doing, I would say just to embrace the fact that it's fine and probably even good to not know what your five-year plan is when you're a freshman and sophomore yes um and that that's a time to figure out what you want and do things that will allow you to kind of push beyond what you already know or the things you're familiar with and that um kind of specializing or like deciding this is the person I am a freshman or sophomore year is just like not healthy for most people even though I think Penn culture really pushes people to do that even if you're in the college or um you, you know you don't have to do that
7: right yeah And it's so easy especially people in really specialized like a lot of my friends were pre-med or engineering and they're like very set on what they do from a young age and for me like Comparing myself to them, I was like, "Well, I have literally no clue what I want to get, like, what I want to do," and then that just makes you feel like really shitty cause mm-hmm. it's like, well, I guess I should know. Yeah. And everyone's like, "Oh, you have time," but then they're like, "Yeah, you really don't have yeah. time. You need to figure it out." Like last year, oh, so that's tricky. Mm-hmm.
0: Thanks for sharing. Yeah, the pen culture sucks you, and to, like, I almost got sucked into that, and I was like, <laughs> "Nah, fam." I went to like one J.P. Morgan event yeah but. J P morgan, morgan and a bane event as like i cannot do this this yeah. is absolute torture i had the
6: the kind of senior year fall panic of like oh i need do i need to get a job in october and um ended up like applying for a job that one of my really close friends had her has who graduated last year and i visited her in new york the weekend before i had the first round interview and um I was meeting up with her and another friend who work in, uh, my, my friend whose job I was interviewing for works at like a financial litigation firm. And, um, they had like no time to meet with me until like 10 PM. And then this past week I ended up canceling the interview because I was like, Oh, I don't actually want to do this. And then last week, um she texted me that she's like looking for another job because she can't stay for two years and is gonna break her commitment and I just like I just wanted to say that because that's what I've been thinking about all week that I'm so happy I did not get sucked into like the pressure to I don't know have everything all figured out immediately mm-hmm. yeah very true
0: um are you guys sad to leave what are you what are you feeling mm-hmm.
7: good question I don't know. It's really bittersweet. I mean, on the one hand, I'm like, fuck, Pat. I'm ready. I'm ready to leave. <laughs> on the other hand, it's just, like, I'm really scared of the future because I've never... My, our whole, at least my whole life has been charted up until this point, And then past year, it's all up to me. And uh, I don't have a lot of faith in myself <laughs> to make good choices. Because I just... I haven't made... You know, I'm young. I haven't made a lot of choices for myself. And uh, it's just going to be weird having, like, the few friends I have scattered all around the country and the world. And they're not going to be right here when I want to hang out and, like, have a movie night. I got to, I don't know, go travel, like, two hours to New York or wherever they're going to be. And but on the other hand, I am really excited to, like, I mean, I'm going to be staying here and I love Philadelphia. And I'm really excited to explore other parts of Philadelphia because I'm going to be living, like, in the city. Um, and I'm not going to have to... I don't know, be living on campus and just hanging out with college students every day. You know, college students are great, but (laughs) we're not like representative of the entire world. And I want more experience like that. So I'm ready, ready, but scared.
6: Yeah, I think it's scary to to leave the life you've built up in the past four years. Um, But I'm mostly excited just because I feel like I've... Um, come to a good point where I'm, like, ready to leave then. Nice.
5: Yeah, I guess it's not only in the past four years, but in the past, I guess, 22 years as yeah. a student, right? Mm-hmm. I think yeah. this is the really, like, first big transition we have. And what I like to think about, and I think it's important to understand, is that try reflecting back at the your first days at, at school, like when you were, like, very, very young, young. Uh, you you didn't know, like, what your friends were, what your interests were, what your favorite subjects were. Like, you didn't know anything. And this was the beginning of the first part of your life, which is, like, st- student. Now we are starting the second part of our life, which is work. So it's extremely normal to, like, not be sure, not know what you are going to be, to be what you are going to do. It's important to acknowledge that time will show you what are your interests, what you wanna do, what are your your passion. So uh I think it's important to understand that we are finishing like twenty-two years as a student, and now we are making a big transition and starting a very different life. Mm-hmm. And time will be a pretty good uh friend for us in discovering what we we wanna do like in the long term.
0: It's very motivational. Yeah, yeah it really is. <laughs> uh-huh. You're a great
7: positive psychology student. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> your answers because are I, very poetic yeah. compared to mine. <laughs> Trying to learn with Professor Tolowski. Uh, oh, yeah. oh, right. yeah. I love him. Yeah.
0: <laughs> All right. Um, how has Penn shaped your future? This doesn't just have to be like the actual institution, but like the people here, the communities you're involved in, so on.
6: I think the fact that Penn is not a totally forgiving place and is often very challenging. Kind of was a wake-up call that I don't know if I would have gotten at a school where you're more, um, where people hold your hand a little bit more. And so I think that um, the rough first year or so at Penn really forced me to figure out what I wanted and kind of develop a um, sense of self in a way that I don't know if I would have done um, at maybe a smaller school or something like that. And that pen kind of forces you to become self-motivated because, um, you can easily just kind of, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, just that the, the challenges I think were beneficial for me as someone who had kind of just like plowed through the first, um, <laughs> 18 years of life yeah. it was like, I've decided I'm going to do this. So I'm going to do this. And, um, Yeah, so I think Penn was good for me in that sense, even though it wasn't always, like, pleasant. Um. (laughs) Yeah, I would say
7: I think the way that Penn has shaped me the most is because I've, like, dealt with some really challenging things and, like, I've hit rock bottom, like, multiple times, you know. Um, It made me realize that I want to help other people who are going through things like that. Um, there's another thing I realized in the positive psychology class we're taking which is the best class I've ever taken I'm applying to the master's (laughs) program right now actually I love it so much can't believe I'm taking it I finally found a class that I enjoyed this much my last semester (laughs) of college but whatever Um, but yeah I realized that like there's so many people that I, I just go through so much on a daily basis and there's not like, I'm just one person. There's not a ton I can do. Like, I can't save the world, but I don't know. I feel confident enough in, like, my people skills, I guess, and my empathy that I feel like I could help a few people. And I don't know exactly what I'm going to do with that, but it feels like a start. So that's the, like, good thing, I think.
0: It's awesome.
5: Yeah, I... I guess what I most learned at Penn is to uh, work hard with focus in a very competitive environment. So I think being a student at Penn is like being a soccer player at the Champions League so you are with, surrounded with pretty good people and you are in the best place you can be uh, for doing the thing you do, which is study. So when we go out of of Penn, I think we'll be extremely prepared to... Uh, face other competitive environments and other uh, difficult situations like having multiple deadlines throughout the week Mm -hmm. with homeworks, exams, you need to study. And uh, I I really think that working hard with focus in this competitive environment is... Even though it may be not very good for, for, you know, mental health, it, it brings a lot of problems, but... If you try to manage to use that to charge your advantage, I think you, you can get a pretty, pretty big advantage from that.
7: I will also say that I would have never lived in Philadelphia, probably otherwise. And I've always, I'm from Illinois. I always wanted to be somewhere warm. I wanted to go to the West Coast for school. And I did literally the exact opposite. At least it's like 10 degrees warmer here. And I'd never been to Philadelphia before. And I love this city. I mean, I love Chicago because that's where I'm from. It's like, Arguably the best city, but Philadelphia is a very close <laughs> second. And I'm I'm just I'm really glad that I ended up coming to a city school. Um I don't know. I I just love it here.
0: Um, it's great. That's awesome. Um how are you preparing to leave? Like how do you plan to spend your next like four weeks?
7: Well, I'm taking the GRE's in a <laughs> week. Uh so Pretty miserable till then. And then I have finals immediately afterwards. But after that, we rage.
0: Okay. (laughs) I've been a
7: hermit for the last, like... You know, I got all the partying and stuff out of my system freshman year, so I don't really go out. I've gone out, like, maybe, like, three times this year. Because I'm just an old lady. I've got a cat. You know, I love hanging out with her. Um, And I think once I finish that last final, I'll probably, like, go out one night and then... I don't know, have a nice dinner, you know, because <laughs> that's, that's what I enjoy now, having like a really good, having really good food, like having nice company, and you know, I guess my parents are coming, so I'll probably hang out with them a little bit, um, and then I'm going on, right after graduation, I'm going on a trip uh, with my roommate to Indonesia and Thailand, which is ah. exciting, because I never got to do the study abroad thing, which I always wanted to do, so I figured give myself like a month to travel afterwards which i'm excited about
6: that's so dope and
7: i don't have a job or anything so we'll see what happens after that
6: cool cool yeah i felt like um i got here a little early and i heard the the other seniors response to this question and now i feel like i need to do something um a little a little more sentimental but i'm in the same boat of like um, studying for a was uh, studying for the LSAT and finals and finding a job. So <laughs> Yeah, it's a lot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so I'm still like interviewing and stuff and um I'm going to try to spend time with people who are still gonna be here next year and people who I know I won't be able to see as much. But I think I'm a little afraid it's gonna fly by with all the stuff I have to do in the next month. Um, so I'm gonna to try to be conscious of that, but I don't really have any definitive plans of like how I'm going to say goodbye to Ben. I feel like it's it doesn't have to be as um as sharp of a ending as I don't know. Like we're still it's Philly. It's not like we go to some school in a random place that you can't come back to and see people, so yeah, I don't know. True. Yeah,
5: I'm on the same boat. I feel like my my next weeks will be just like exams, and yeah. schoolwork. I guess Ben gives you like so many short-term deadlines that it's hard to think like outside of that. So you, you that that's that's probably how we spend my my next weeks until I I submit <laughs> my last assignment, yeah. which will be for the, for our positive psychology class. Oh, when is that? The day? happiness manifesto. I yeah. think it's May 10th.
7: That's oh, my birthday. Really? That sucks.
5: well I guess you can submit, like, in the morning and then, and then yeah. enjoy
7: the sleep, day.
6: Probably. At least the final you have to do on your birthday is a happiness manifesto. That's, that's true. Good. Exactly. And it's for my favorite
7: class, so not too bad. Weird. Are you guys going to come back, like, for homecomings and stuff? Because I haven't decided that yet. I don't know.
6: I think I would rather come back a different weekend. Just because yeah. I think that the people I want to see who are still at Penn are, like, people in the year, below, year or two mm-hmm. below me um like people at the dp and i i think people who are in my year it's going to be easy enough to like go to new york <laughs> that's true everyone's in new York. Yeah. <laughs>
5: yeah i think you guys should because you guys will have the the chance you guys you guys will be probably closer to philia will be like in in brazil so it's a oh little... you're going back wow yeah, going, right. going back home so it's a little bit hard to come back for homecoming that but if yeah. i had if i if i, if I if I I'm I'm like New York, I would definitely come. That's really cool. Yeah, you guys definitely should come. It's it's pretty cool. I <laughs> see like the the football game and the basketball games at homecoming. It's pretty cool.
0: Perhaps this year I didn't go to the football homecoming game, but I went to their spring game. Wait, uh, they, they have football. They have, I didn't know they that either. <laughs> they like <laughs> they scrim. It's basically a scrimmage uh-huh. between like parts of the team and stuff interesting so yeah
7: yeah I'm mean, gonna be honest I think I've been to like three football games I've three. never made it through a whole one yeah I've <laughs> <never, laughs> always left water. early <laughs> I
6: really do know one thing I really want to do as an alum is I've never been to a basketball game which is pretty bad and I've never been in the palestra and I kept saying all year that I was going to go to a game so that's something I'll I i do not know maybe I'll do it in like 10 when years I'll come yeah, back like, like yeah yeah but eventually i will go to a basketball game
0: (laughs) (laughs) all right so thank you guys for coming on um and we had like a really great session and it's great to like see all of you like reflect on your time here and how you plan to move forward it's it's part of what we're talking about in pursuit of happiness so (laughs) yeah it is so yeah (laughs) all right thank you um thank you for listening and i hope you have a great saturday peace and love we would like to thank nick seymour and kelly's writer's house um nick for engineering this episode and kelly's writer's house for giving us the rexler studios